Welcome to This is Type 1, real life type 1 diabetes with your hosts, Colleen and Jesse. I'm Colleen Mitchell, and I've had type 1 diabetes for 25 years. I'm a life coach, author, and speaker. I also work full time as a process analyst in the power industry. I'm passionate about type 1 diabetes education and showing others that this disease doesn't define me. I'm Jessie Tuggy, and I've had diabetes for nine years. I love hiking and painting. I'm looking forward to working as an engineer after I get my degree in college. My diagnosis has inspired me to take control of my life and my future, to learn everything I can about type 1 diabetes. Each week on the show, we'll talk about real life with type 1 diabetes, bring on cool people with connections to type 1, and above all, encourage you to understand that this disease doesn't have to hold you back. This isn't medical advice. This is life with type 1. Welcome to episode 82 of This is Type 1, real life type 1 diabetes with your hosts, Colleen and Jesse. Today, we're talking about scar tissue and site rotation, which is kind of a big deal for diabetics who are both using insulin pumps and CGMs. We have some wins and fails of the week, and I am up with the win. I did some basal adjustments and correction factor adjustments over the last few days, and that was kind of just to see if the change would help with some afternoon lows that I've been having. And I was also putzing with my control IQ settings just because I noticed it was giving me corrections, maybe a little bit too much insulin for a small spike that I got from my Smarties. So hopefully making those changes will kind of smooth out the line whenever I do have some Smarties to bring up a low. Jesse, what is our fail this week? So my fail this week is that I went to the doctor's appointment and my weight has actually gone up just a tad, just a little bit. But so I'm back to doing a really more strict low carb and I'm working out a lot more. And I'm not saying that gaining weight is always bad. It's just in my case, I actually thought that I was losing weight since the last time I checked it, which, you know, it's pretty disappointing to look down and be like, oh, I actually went up. So that's kind of disappointing. But before I was doing a not so strict low carb version and started lifting weights on a regular basis. So now I'm going to go back to doing strict low carb and still work out at the gym. You know that muscle weighs more than fat, right? I do. It's just, I was, I wanted to go down. <laughs> and I know that I, like, when you lift weights, you put on muscle and stuff like that. I was just expecting it to, like, I thought I was gaining less muscle than I was losing fat. So I want, I, I thought I was losing more fat than I was gaining muscle. So it's actually very difficult to gain muscle and lose fat at the same time. Oh, it's okay. kind of like you do one or the other, but yeah. if you're, if you like feel more comfortable in your clothes and you've noticed that you've lost inches, then that's a bonus. Even if your weight goes up a little bit. Yeah. Like my hip dips, like I don't, hip dips aren't a bad thing, but mine have just like decreased a lot. And I noticed my pants are starting to fit better. And I'm just like, I don't understand. I, I just, in my mind, it's, but it's healthier to lose weight than gain it. But I know that's not true in all cases. And it's just like getting over that barrier a little bit. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm proud of you, even Thank if you. you aren't. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> so what's our hack this week? So every now and then, try a completely new spot that you've never used before. And I'm talking about for infusion sites or infusion sets, sensors, injections, you might actually find a new site that you like and that you can incorporate into your rotation going forward. And if you don't like it, 
you're only stuck with it for however long your set or your sensor lasts, and then you never have to use that spot again. All right. And then for our episode today is on scar tissue and site rotation. Scar tissue builds up the more that you put a set or sensor or injection in the same spot in your body over and over and over again. The longer you've been a diabetic, the more needles you've used and more likely that you have more scar tissue. And we also tend to favor a few spots on our bodies instead of using the full breadth of what's available to to us as sites. And I am 100% guilty of this. I have been using my butt for my infusion sites for a very, very, very long time. And my upper arms for my Dexcom pretty much the entire time I've been on Dexcom. For my infusion sets, I started out on my stomach like they recommend. But over time, it got more and more painful to put them there. And I also found that they ripped off really easily just because of where they were placed. And then the bunching up of the tubing right at the waistline, which is at the exact heights of doorknobs and door handles. And I have ripped out more sets than I can remember. And it is never, ever comfortable. At least when they're on my butt, I have that extra barrier from my pants and my waistline for my tubing so that if it does get caught on something, I can feel the tug first and it stretches before like pulling out the set. So I have never actually ripped out a site with it on my butt, which is awesome. And that's what happened every single time. Well, not every single time. It just happened a lot more frequently when I put them on my stomach. And I know I need to rotate my sets and my sensors more. I am considering putting them on my thighs and my low back, but this is my infusion sets, but I haven't tried those spots yet. Uh, My Dexcom sites in particular will be (laughs) getting an upgrade soon. We are recording this on February 13th and my sensor expires tomorrow morning. I am going to try putting it on my inner forearm, which I've seen a lot of people do recently. And our guest in episode 64, Haley Williams, also does this. So I will report in the next episode on how this goes. I am honestly a little terrified, but that that is a reason to do it. That scares me for you. And I know a lot of people do that, but just on the forearm just like scares me because you're just like, oh, Okay, it's right there. I'm going to be seeing this for a while. Like it just, oh, that, that's nerve wracking. Okay, so for myself, I tend to this tend to stick to spots that I know I can move around in and won't get in the way. Meaning, I used to put my pump site on my stomach, but then the more active I got, and the more crunches I do, the more running around, playing games. I was in elementary school when I got diabetes and when I got the pump. So we were on the monkey bars and I was a kid. I was going for it. So then I rotated to my arm, my left arm, because I could reach back there and put it on really easily. But then the tubing started getting caught on everything, like everything. So then I put it on my legs which worked out great for about two years. And then my right thigh no longer absorbs the insulin that well. And at this point, I have an elongated circle on my left leg and is working out great. But I definitely do need to rotate sometimes to my arms again, even though I know I don't want to, just so I can give my leg a break because one of them won't absorb insulin anymore. So that's great. And then for my sensor sites, I just rotated on my stomach and that works out really great because it's flat, it's flush to the skin, 
and it really doesn't get in the way of anything. There's nothing coming out of it, no tubing. So it's just really easy to keep it there and not really have to worry about it. So that's what's working for me right now. So what sites can you use for injections, infusion sets, and sensors? The abdomen is actually the preferred location for all three, keeping at least two inches away from the belly button. And the abdomen is where the insulin is absorbed most effectively. You can also use your arms, thighs, and buttocks. On the thighs, you can use the top outer area, but the insulin is absorbed more slowly here. This is true, so pre-bolusing is important when you put it on your legs, unless you exercise directly afterwards, which is also very, very true. (laughs) Exercise actually increases the insulin absorption rate no matter where your site is. So even if it's on your stomach and you eat bolus and you exercise, your blood sugar is most definitely going to plummet at that point. That is why I use exercise or going on a walk as kind of a supplement to bring down a high blood sugar if it's not coming down with just insulin. But really, any place that has a good layer of fat under the skin can be used as a place for infusion sets. And other sites can include the hips and either side of the low back. If you have less body fat, you may have fewer options for sites to rotate between. And you want to do your best to avoid these places. Where there's a natural bend or where you could have an interference or irritation from clothing, like your waistline where your pants kind of grab at your waist. You want to avoid moles, scar tissues from old wounds or surgeries, any healing wounds, previously infected sites, avoid for at least a month, avoid the belly button. Seriously, stay two inches at least away from the belly button. Highly exercised areas, lumpy areas, and this happens uh, if you inject too much insulin in one spot it could become lumpy and that is a sign of uh, like fat tissue and scar tissue build up underneath the skin. Dented in areas. Colleen, do you want to more elaborate a little bit more on what this one is? That's also something that can happen when you inject too much in one area. So you can get both lumpy and dented in areas from doing basically the same thing. You also want to avoid bruised areas. I mean, it's probably not going to be comfortable to put a new site on a bruise, but don't do it. And also your sites can cause bruises. I have gotten those before and that's not really fun. Also, if you get hit on your insulin site by a ball or you hit a wall or something, I don't know, and you like start to see a bruise forming within a couple of hours of that, you really should change that out. It's going to hurt so, so much. So just avoid bruising, avoid bruised areas. That's a good point. I also want to say that usually when my sensor hits something that causes a lot of bleeding, so I might get it kind of like a gusher, it's hitting a Mm -hmm. capillary or something. Those sensors might be a little bit more accurate, but at the end of the 10 days, they are still bruised underneath. So the last one that I had on my right arm had a bruise for a couple of days after I pulled it off. That reminds me of one time. So I was in a play at middle school. Sorry, this is off topic, but we'll get back to this. I was in a play at my middle school and I was backstage and I, my site got bumped into, it was still on, but it got hit hard enough to where it was spewing blood. Like I had like at least six inches of blood on my shirt. Like I looked like I got impaled or something. And I was just like, oh, that's not great. So 
and I moved my site. I took it off. I had a spare and I moved it, but it was bruised and bleeding for a while. And it was kind of terrifying, especially for the kids who were also around at the time. That happened when I pulled off a, a, a set off my butt. And it just started bleeding, and I didn't notice until it bled through two layers of clothing and into my chair. <laughs> oh, my. Yep. Fun times. <laughs> okay. Real life with diabetes, guys. Yeah. It's not always pretty. <laughs> so another area you want to avoid are tattoos or piercings. But honestly, you really shouldn't worry about these ones if you have a lot of ink on your body. And then uh, one of the last places you should avoid are bony areas, like right over the hip bone. I don't know why you would ever want to put a site or a sensor on the hip bone, but it's too bony and it will probably not go in right. It won't read right or it won't deliver insulin. Sites should be two inches away from your sensor and three inches away from your last site. And wherever you place your infusion set, you'll need to make sure that the tubing is long enough to reach wherever you want to store your pump. When you do rotate, you should pay attention to your blood sugars more whenever you try a new site to make sure the insulin is absorbing as fast as it used to. If it's not, you may have to reevaluate the site or your management when it's at this site. So this is exactly what happened with my right thigh. I had tried putting the site on before and my blood sugars, like I didn't eat anything for like two or three hours. My blood sugar went to 300 like easily and I was like okay well that's not a big deal so I put in insulin for it and it wouldn't it just wouldn't go down I rotated it put on a different spot in my body it worked fine I was like okay well maybe it was the infusion site so I tried it again it still wouldn't absorb insulin with the next site so definitely pay attention to the first couple of days or the first at least the first couple of hours of your new site spot So I know this isn't exactly important to me, but I know it's important to a lot of diabetics, making sure that where you place your set or your sensor is not visible to other people. If you want to make sure it's tucked out of sight, then don't use those more visible locations like your arms or your thighs, especially when it's warm out and you want to wear shorts and a tank top. And I honestly have zero problem with any of it. So my my sensor is right on my arm. And whenever I'm in a like a short sleeve shirt or a dress, it's out in the open. People can ask about it. All right. So why is it important to rotate? When you inject in the same spot over and over and over again, or use the same site for infusion sites or sensors over and over without giving some type of break so you can heal, then you're at high risk for developing scar tissue buildup underneath the skin. This can cause bumps or pits in the skin or lumps or whatever you want to call it. And the bumps can even become hard enough to bend the needle you stick in there. So it's definitely not going to be usable. It should kind of go without saying, but insulin injected into scar tissue will not get absorbed. If you put an infusion site over a patch of scar tissue, there is a chance that you'll end up with a bad site because the insulin won't absorb and you could go into DKA. And sometimes the scar tissue is what kinks the cannula in your infusion sets. And I've, I had plenty of those back when I was on the six millimeter cannulas back in the day. I fixed that was changing to the nine millimeter. So if you're having that problem, you might just want to change what length of cannula you're using. The more spots you have to rotate between the more time each site has to heal before you put it in there again. 
And the next time you put something in there, you can adjust it a little bit so it's not right exactly where it was the last time, which I don't know why you would want to do like in the first place because there's like a little, I don't know, I always get scabs over where my infusion sites or insulin sites were. So I don't want to put, you. also this is another place to avoid is scabs. Don't put your insulin or infusion site on a scab that just doesn't end well. And even among the sites themselves, you can rotate a little bit in a circle or do something that you're not, so that you're not always in the same spot. I actually will sometimes, like sometimes when I place the quicksorter, not it's actually not a quicksorter. When I place the the set the site inserter on on my butt when I'm doing it, some places will feel better than others, and I know from how it feels that I might have just been putting it there too much because it's comfortable. And so I might have to move it around a little bit so that it doesn't feel as good as that other site, but it still feels okay because I, I will definitely be putting it in the same spot over and over again if, I'm, if I don't pay attention. So Diabetes Forecast shares a really great infographic on site rotation patterns that we'll link to in the show notes. It demonstrates different ways that you can alternate sites, but still keep the set on the same part of your body. So it'll give you some different patterns to rotate on your stomach. There's like zigzags and uh, circle patterns that they have. But the rotation pattern actually allows for healing of previous sites for enough time before you go back to it. So with uh, me putting, starting to put uh, sensors on my forearms, we'll see how that goes. If it goes well, then each site on on my arms will have a month to heal. Whereas right now it's only getting 10 days. And that's kind of a big deal if you think about it. If you give your body a little bit more time to heal, it will perform better in the long run. And then the last thing here is when in doubt, change it out. If something doesn't feel right or you're concerned there's a problem with your cannula or a problem with your sensor, don't be afraid to scrap it. It's better that you're comfortable and confident in your sensor than risking DKA because you didn't want to lose those days of the infusion set or those days of the sensor. In all likelihood, those things can be replaced by the manufacturer at no cost. All right. And then this week I'm doing the diabetes spotlight who is on none other than Megan Trainer, who is a pop singer from the younger generation mine. So if you're a teen or you're a young adult, you probably heard her songs. And if you haven't go check them out. So she actually has gestational diabetes, which we recently did an episode on. So definitely go back and listen to that. And from today news, she says, got a little tiny bump on the road. I got diagnosed with gestational diabetes, but it's manageable and it's okay. And I'm healthy and the baby's healthy, trainer says. I just have to really pay attention to everything I eat. It's nice to learn so much about food and health and nice to hear that so many women have experienced this, end quote. So congratulations to her. And she's definitely taking it like a champ. Gestational diabetes shouldn't stop you from being pregnant and enjoying your pregnancy either. So maybe by the time you hear this, she might have a baby in the world. So congratulations to her. I read another article about her gestational diabetes where she said that she was turning it into a game. So she was basically competing with herself to get better at her control, which is kind of a fun way to look at it. All right, Desi, what is our question for the audience? All right. Our questions for you guys is, what's your experiences with scar tissue? Do you rotate your sites frequently enough to avoid scar tissue buildup? And what are your other scars from too, if you have them, like bike riding or hitting your head on something? 
I have a scar on the back of my left wrist from my locker in ninth grade. I like I opened the door and like reached my hand in to grab something and it scraped against the the latch. The nice thick one too. Like my favorite scar. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that is it for this episode of This Is Type One. You can find the show notes at inspiredforward.com slash episode 82. It's the number 82. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, you can fill out the form on our podcast page at thisistype1.com. Our music is by Joseph McDade. I have a Facebook group where I coach people for free in the comments, and I go live on most Saturdays. You can join Life and Mindset Coaching by visiting the link in the show notes. I'm on all social media as at Inspired Forward, and you can find me on DMP, which is Diabetes Management Platform, as at Colleen Mitchell with a space. And our email is Colleen at inspiredforward.com. And I'm on Instagram as at JJ underscore Crystal K-A-T. Please feel free to send me questions or comments you have about type 1 diabetes or about the show. If you do reach out on Instagram, make sure you let me know you're a listener of the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Be sure to listen next week when we talk with Wiki Hospital's founder, Delia Scales, about keeping up with the latest in diabetes technology. It turns out that there is a lot out there we didn't know about, and she has it all on her database. Remember, you control your diabetes. It doesn't control you. Hey, if you like what you're listening to on this podcast, you have to join us in the Half Dead Pancreas Club. It's my private community where you'll connect face-to-face with other people with type 1 diabetes, get personalized emotional support, and learn how to handle anything T1D throws at you. Join us over at inspiredforward.com community. I can't wait to see you there.